You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Radical Disruption. Today's episode is all about how I'm preparing to step away from my business in the busiest season. But why am I stepping away? If you haven't heard the news already, I am pregnant and I am due in November, which just happens to be my biggest month of the year for my business. And I would say probably the biggest month of the year for most businesses. So I really wanted to walk you through all the ways that I'm preparing my business to basically run without me and still have a six-figure month even when I'm not actively running my business. And if you're new around here, November of 2022 was my first six-figure month in business. Since then, I've had other six-figure months, but that was the very first six-figure month in business. I did 160K, actually 163K to be exact in revenue in the month of November. And I believe, don't quote me on this. Actually, no one could quote me on this, but (laughs) I believe it was like 155K in in like cash. So after expenses, I took away $155,000 from November of last year. So it was a very, very, very big month for me. And um, that's what I'm expecting it to be this year again. And I'm prepping for it to be this year again. But as you know now, I am doing November, which means that I will be taking maternity leave for the month of November. And I just want to say that, side note, (laughs) when I found out that I was pregnant, I was ecstatic, super excited. And then I found out the due date and I was like, well, this literally could not have been planned at a worse time. (laughs) But thankfully, and also not thankfully at the same time, pregnancies are long, so I have lots of time to prepare my business to make sure that I still hit my goals and even hopefully surpass all of my goals while I'm on maternity leave. But because I'm not going to be actively in my business, and I don't know exactly what things are going to look like in the month of November, but what I'm planning for is to step away from my business in the entire month of November. So that's what I'm preparing for. But again, I don't really know what exactly it's going to look like, but Anyways, I'm going to walk you through nine different things that I am doing to prepare my business. And honestly, these things might seem big. Like these things are like, some of these things are pretty big. And you'll hear in just a minute of like, wow, like she's doing a lot of things to prepare her business. And and honestly, it's not to say that all these things are super necessary in terms of stepping away. And I'll walk you through and talk you through, I guess, exactly why I'm doing each of these things. But a lot of these things, they just needed to get done anyways. And this is kind of just that push to get it done. So with all that being said, let's dive right in. Number one is refining and building new email funnels for passive income. So what do I mean by this? I have four email funnels right now, and I've also optimized them to be like passive income email funnels. And I teach that inside of the Around the Clock Masterclass if you're interested in diving deeper into that. But I have four right now. I would love to add another one, and that's my plan for before hopefully end of October, is to add in another freebie and create another email sequence with tripwires and all of that goodness. But I'm also going to be refining and looking into the email sequences that I currently have and just really making sure that they're optimized 
in terms of converting into sales. And so if you've downloaded any of my freebies, and you've been on my email list, then you've probably gone through my email sequences. And honestly, they've they've been working really great, but I really, really, really want to make sure that they're optimized at the highest capacity so that way I'm getting sales passively through my email list. And so what that's going to really look like in terms of like refining my email funnels that I already have, I'm going to be working with my email copywriter and we're going to be going through those email sequences, just tweaking a few different things, tweaking the language, and then also probably adding in a few more sales emails at the end of those email sequences, or I guess what I consider your nurture sequences. So that's number one. And again, these are things that like I needed to do anyways, but this is kind of just giving me that push. And the biggest thing here is the focus on passive income. And so I know that I can drive traffic to my email list very, very easily with even just a call to action inside of a piece of content or, you know, the call to action on my bio on Instagram, or even in this podcast episode, I could say, you know, join my email list within the show notes linked down below. So it is very easy for me to drive traffic to my email list. And then if I have my email list optimized for sales, then it's hopefully bringing in sales as well. So it's more of that passive type of income. And I can really use these evergreen content formats to make sure that I'm driving traffic to my email list, even if I'm not like actively posting on social media. Number two is hiring a copywriter and website designer to revamp my website so that I can have more passive sales to my offers. Also, the biggest thing here too with like my website, I think my website's great. It's not going to be like a complete overhaul by any means, but the biggest focus here with the website is gaining traffic on search engines. So more of that like passive, I don't know if passive is the right word, but like search engine optimization with my website. I personally built my website by hand. And so I haven't done any sort of like SEO work or keywords or I I really know nothing about any of that world. And so that's going to be my focus because I really want to have just putting myself in more places where I'm going to be seen without me having to actively post. That is kind of the goal here. And then when it comes to hiring the copywriter, so that's, that's the goal with hiring the website designer. And then I would also say like an SEO strategist, I think is like their like title. So I'm going to hire both of those. So the website designer isn't going to like do a total like rehaul. I'm just going to have the website designer add in a few different pages. But when it comes to the SEO strategist, they're going to go in and really optimize things so that my website is showing up and gaining traffic on search engines without me having to, you know, be posting content on social media and driving traffic to my website and things like that. But going back to the copywriter, the reason why I want want to hire a copywriter is for my sales pages for my offers so that I can make sure that I'm converting at the highest rate possible with the traffic that I'm driving to my website. So I'm going to want to be driving a lot of traffic to my website and I want to make sure that I have the highest conversion possible and that's going to come down to the copy at the end of the day for what I have on my website. And so I really want to make sure that that is like super, super optimized. So I'm going to hire a professional to do that because I've just done it myself always. So that's number two. Again, big things. These are big things, but big things that like being pregnant is just kind of giving me that push to like finally do it. Again, it's not to say that you have to do this if you're looking to like step away from your business because I have stepped away from my business. I've stepped away from my business, let's see, in March for a week. I didn't do anything and I made, I want to say $10,000 when I stepped away. So I've stepped away from my business multiple times. I took a two-week break from my business 
in the end of December. I took a two week, it was like 11 day break in, I think May of 2022. And I still had income coming in. So I've taken breaks before, but like, this is going to be potentially a, a month to six week break. And so it's a lot bigger. And also because I know that I'm not going to have the same capacity once the baby comes, I'm just trying to make sure that I have you know, really solid systems put into place. And so that's why there are big things like email funnels and like hiring a copywriter and a website designer. It's not to say that any of those things are, you know, the most important thing. And that if you don't have those things set in place that you can't make sales, but hopefully this makes sense in terms of why I'm specifically doing these things. Number three is adding in a podcast note section. I don't know what this is actually called, but like inside of my website, I'm going to be adding in a podcast section where it's the transcript of all the podcast episodes. So that way, once I have more traffic to my website from my SEO strategist gal or guy, I don't know, I haven't looked into who I'm hiring yet, but once I have more traffic to my website, then I'm going to be able to have more value on my website by having those podcast transcripts on there, drive more traffic to my podcast, which could, well, hopefully drive traffic to my offers and to like my social media account as well. So again, it's more of this like, I don't know, I don't know if passive is the right word, but I guess yeah, I guess kind of more passive traffic and like really making sure I'm strategically utilizing that. And then also by having those podcast transcripts on my website, it's going to help with ranking better on search engines. And I'm going to be able to utilize longer form evergreen content, which is really beneficial. I mean, evergreen content in general is just really beneficial, especially if you're looking to take a step away from your business. Like if you're strictly running your business on social media, like Instagram, for example, that is a lot of short form content, content that has a short lifespan. And so it's not to say there's anything bad with that, right? Like that's totally fine, but you really want to have content that lasts a longer time, like a podcast or a blog post or a YouTube video or things like that, that have a little bit of a longer lifespan. So that is kind of the focus here is on that longer lifespan content and more of that passive type of traffic to my business through like search engines and SEO and all of that goodness. And I honestly don't know if those are even the right terminology or if I'm even using them correctly in a sentence, but that's why I'm hiring someone because I don't know. (laughs) Um, Number four is once I get those things set in place, and what I mean by those things are once I get the copy for my website, and then once I have my email funnels like really solid and I feel very confident in them, then I'm going to start looking into running ads to have a more hands-off sales process and more traffic to my business since I already have great organic traffic and sales. And this is really, 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 really important. I do not recommend running ads until you are having consistent organic growth on social media and consistent organic sales. The reason being is because you do not want to utilize ads as a band-aid and ads will work so much better when you understand how to gain organic traffic and how to gain organic sales. And I promise you that I've talked to so many different ad experts and all of them say the people whose ads are most successful are the people who have really mastered organic traffic and organic sales. And so because I feel like I've mastered that and because I just simply want to dip my toes into it so that I can 
better educate not just myself, but also being able to tell you what's working, what's not working, and if it's worth your time and energy, because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to walk the path and say, nope, this does not work. Don't do that. Don't invest your time there. Or yes, that works. Yes, invest your time there. So I just want to test it out. I don't plan on it being my main source of traffic by any means, but it is a really great time for me when I'm stepping away from you know, my business to have more of that, I don't want to say passive, I don't, gosh, what is even the word? I don't know what the word is, but without me having to actively post, people finding me, whatever that word is, that's the word that I'm looking for. And that's what I'm hoping to gain from those ads. So I'll probably honestly start running those before the end of this year, because I will hopefully have all of the things set in place, like my email funnel and my copywriting updated on my website before them. And I would really want to you know, start to get to figure out what's working on ads and what's not working so that I can kind of fine tune it by the time November comes around and I'm stepping away, but we'll see how that all ends up going in the long run. Number five is I will be meeting with my email copywriter and manager, whatever. I don't know what her title is. I should ask her. (laughs) I should ask Abby what her title actually is. She was a guest speaker. She was the first guest speaker, actually. I don't remember what episode number hers is. But anyway, she's amazing. I should ask her what her title is or what she would consider herself. But I'm going to meet with her in September to plan out all of my sales emails for the pre-Black Friday sales, Black Friday sales, and Cyber Monday sales so that all of those can be written and scheduled by October. And I can then make sales by utilizing my email marketing, which will be very, very hands-off because it's all going to be scheduled out in advance. And so I still have sales that are going out. I still have, you know, reminders for people to, you know, be purchasing things. And that's actually where most of my money came in last year when I had my big 163k month or whatever it was. That's where most of my sales came in was through email marketing actually. So, I have a really 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 big focus on email marketing again this year because I knew that it was successful and I obviously know the power of email marketing and so I really want to make sure that I have all that set up and scheduled so that I don't even have to worry about any of it. It'll just all be done and I'm going to be able to still host those sales and still serve my community and still have a lot of fun. Hopefully my community will have a lot of fun with those different sales um, come November. And if you're also new around here, I just want to say that in November, so I only run one sale per year. If I'm going through like a launch of a new offer or I'm relaunching an offer, like a program or things like that, I will do like a discounted price point. But once it's like, once it's full price, I don't discount it again, if that makes sense. Like I I really truly only run one sale per year. So once the offer is like being sold, again, once it's out of its launch period, then I don't ever put it on sale again. That's just personally how I run my business. Not saying that that's the necessarily the best way to do it, but it's been very successful for me in that sense. And I've just really enjoyed doing a really big celebration month of November of just really giving back to people, doing a lot of giveaways, doing a lot of huge, huge, huge discounts and having a lot of fun with it in November. And so that's another really big reason why November is such a big month is because it is the only time where I do sales during the year and I do a lot of fun things and create a lot of momentum during that time period. So anyways, that that's just kind of giving you a little background on the month of November. Number six is preparing my team for me to step away. I honestly don't have to do a lot in this sense. My team is very, I don't even know what the word is, they're very structured. They're very, they're on top of things already. I honestly don't need to check in with them really at all. I'll probably obviously run through things with them and like let them know, I guess, like what my 
system of procedure would be if, you know, something comes up that they need to handle, like how, how they would reach out to me and how, you know, that whole process would work. But also at the end of the day, like when I've stepped away in the past, I've never had any issues. My team is really there to step up and they're all, they're all super, super amazing. So that is something that I will probably address with my team, but I'm not having like any like huge trainings or conversations with them or anything like that. Number seven is I will be batching and scheduling posts for all of November so that I can step away and obviously have my baby, but still drive traffic to things like my email list and let people know about the pre-Black Friday sales, the Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales, and anything else that I have going on. And so that'll be very strategic of not just like content strategy, but also like what I'm utilizing in terms of like call to actions, at what times I'm utilizing those. I'll even try to, I'm not going to schedule out stories. Actually, I don't know. I can't quote, don't quote me on that right now. Maybe I will end up doing that, but we'll see (laughs) how that all plays out. But I also plan in October to give people like a a brief overview of how things are going to go, what they can expect, dates and things like that. And then how to make sure that they stay up to date by, you know, jumping on my email list and things like that. Because that's where a lot of the updates and sales and all of that is going to be happening is through my email list. But I am going to be batching and scheduling posts for November so that I continue to show up and provide value in November. And then making sure that I have, you know, call to actions that let people know about sales that are happening at certain times. Because I will have all of that planned out in advance. Probably I'll have that planned out by beginning of September of what's going to happen in November, which... If you know me, (laughs) I don't think I've ever shared this before, but I am not like, I'm very organized. But when it comes to knowing like sales and different offers that are coming up, I very much rely on like my intuition and my energy. And like, if I feel like I'm wanting to do something. And so for me to plan out like my November sales, my Black Friday sales at the beginning of September, that is really big. That is really big for me. Um, not Again, not because I don't have any strategy or structure or things like that. Like there definitely is strategy and structure. And I definitely like, like even right now, I know at least one offer I'm going to run as a new offer for like the next five months. And it's the month of May right now. And so like, I do have like structure in that sense, but I mean, literally for Black Friday, I think I came up with all my Black Friday offers like November 1st, maybe even the first week of November, like by like November 7th. So I'm not I'm not someone who plans that way in advance. So this is a this is a big deal for me. Number eight is I'm going to batch out all of my November and December podcast episodes by the beginning of October so that all those can be scheduled out and done and all of that goodness. And then obviously, you know, those episodes will kind of correlate with whatever would potentially be going on during that time period. So I'll probably have like a Black Friday episode. And who knows? I don't know. I haven't thought that far in advance. That's like that's like way too far. (laughs) And number nine. And lastly, I'm going to trust the systems that I have in place. And trust that like my business is going to be okay if I step away. And that's why I built my business in the way that I built my business and why I have systems put in place and why I hired the team members that I've hired is to give me that support so that I can step away. And I really do have that trust in my business and in the things that I have built to be able to step away and to be okay and to not just be okay, but to thrive. And so that is really what the energy, I guess, that I have going into and going into all of this is just that trust and just recognizing that I have built my business in a very strategic way that I'm going to be okay. And I, especially over the last like six months, well, before I even got pregnant, 
I knew that I wanted to get pregnant at some point. Obviously, I didn't know exactly when it was going to happen, but I had already started to put a lot of these systems in place so that I could be able to step away and that I would be able to continue to have 50K, 100K, 100K plus months, even once I have a newborn baby and even once I have multiple kids. So that's always been my goal and that's always been my focus with the business and what I've been building. And so with that in mind, I'm not super worried going into this, but (laughs) like I said earlier, I was like, this literally could not have been a worse a worse date. Like it literally could have been in December or it could have been in October and it would have been better than being in November. But, you know, God has a plan and I believe that God has a plan and it's going to happen in the way that it's supposed to happen. And I know that there's going to be a lot of lessons that I'm going to learn from all this that I'm going to be able to share with you. So uh, just buckle up. We got a lot more things to share. And of course, too, like as I go through all these different things, like as I optimize my email sequences and as I hire a copywriter and, you know, SEO strategist and all these things that I've talked about, I'm going to take you along on the journey and I'm going to tell you all the things that I've learned. You know, I'm going to tell you all the things that I've done to optimize my email sequences and, you know, what you can do to optimize your email sequences and why I've done certain things that I've done. Because again, like I want to walk the path so that, you know, I can teach you the things that you need to learn to be able to hit your goals at the end of the day. But the biggest focus, if we can do like a a recap here, there's kind of like three big focuses. Number one is focusing on passive income funnels. And so that would all come back to like my emails and like my email sequences. So like making sure that my freebies are attached to tripwires and nurture sequences. And then there's a sales email, you know, multiple sales emails at the end to make sure that I'm having those passive sales coming in. And then number two is driving any traffic that I can organically outside of just Instagram. So like any traffic that's going to come through like search engines, any traffic that's going to come through, well, I guess ads aren't organic. I didn't really think about that, but ads would be another one that's not organic, but any traffic that I can drive without me having to like be actively posting on social media, that's a really big focus. Obviously I can schedule my content and that's what I'm going to be doing is scheduling my content so that I can also still be driving traffic and showing up on social media. But I do want to also kind of have not like a backup plan because I don't, think that like my social media is going to fail me by any means. (laughs) That's not my plan. Like it's not a plan B. It's just, it's additional traffic. It's additional help, uh, additional eyes on my business so that I can continue to be successful. And then number three is just scheduling things. So making sure that everything is planned out in advance, specifically in terms of emails for um, Black Friday sales, pre-Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales, all of those things, and just keeping people updated about what's going on that's going to be the main focus really truly for the month of November and making sure that those things are set in place and scheduled so that I don't have to worry about any of that. So I hope that this was helpful and I hope that, I don't know, there was something that you took away from this and you you were like, okay, well, even if I'm not necessarily looking to step away from my business right now, you know, do I have the systems in place where I could step away from my business, whether that would be for an emergency or, you know, in the future, or if you just want to take a vacation, like it's just such a good thing to think about is, you know, do I have the systems and all the things that I need set in place in my business right now to be able to step away? And for me, when I had to answer this question for myself of like, do I have the system set in place was when I went to Israel in 2022, I went in, I believe in May of 2022, end of April, beginning of May. And it was a 11 day trip. And this trip had been planned for 20, 
20, I think. Yeah, it was planned for 2020. It was planned for April and slash May of 2020. But of course, COVID hit and it got pushed back. And then it got pushed back again in 2021 to 2022. And so it got pushed back two times. And if it had been originally when it's supposed to in 2020 or even in 2021, I wouldn't have had my business started. And so when 2022 came along, I was like, how convenient that, you know, I now have a very successful business and why couldn't it have been, you know, the last two years when it was supposed to be, um, but here we are. And I was like, I seriously was in sheer panic. Like, I was like, I think that my business is going to burn to the ground if I step away from for 11 days. But I was also like, well, this trip is like a once in a lifetime trip. So of course I want to, you know, take it in and enjoy it. But I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy it because I want my business to continue to thrive and survive (laughs) during this time period. And so it was a really big test for me at at the time. I believe I had two, maybe, yeah, I think I had two employees. I think I had my email copywriter, Abby. And then I had my virtual assistant, Tiffany. And so I had those two people and I did set up, you know, things with them where we schedule emails in advance and things like that. So I definitely had support from them. And I batched out my content and I did all the batching and all the things that I possibly could have done to prepare. And I went into it with the mindset of my business is literally going to burn down. (laughs) I didn't go into it with the same mindset that I shared at the point number nine of this, where I said, I'm going to trust the systems that I have put in place to know that my business isn't going to burn down. Like I was the exact opposite. I was like, my business is going to burn down everything I've worked so hard for. It's going to burn down. All my customers are going to leave me my offer. Like it was just like every possible thing that could have gone wrong. I was thinking about it inside of my head. And I ended up, obviously I went on the trip. And it was the most amazing trip ever, ever, ever. But also at the same time, what I learned is that I don't need to spend as much time in my business as I thought that I did. And so, I mean, I I should have prefaced this by saying that before I left on this trip, I was working like literally, I joke you not, 12 to 14 hour days. I wouldn't even roll out of bed in the morning and I would start working. I would start working from bed. I would skip lunch. Oftentimes I'd skip breakfast. I would usually eat dinner. And then after dinner, I'd go straight back to work until like 10 o'clock at night, sometimes 11 o'clock at night. I'd sleep, get up, do it all again. And so I was working a lot, a lot, a lot. And by stepping away on this trip, what I realized is that, well, there, I mean, there were so many <laughs> different things that I realized. The first thing that I realized is that a lot of the tasks that I was doing, a lot of the work that I was doing was just fluff. It's not to say that it wasn't important and it's not to say that I was just like wasting time, but kind of at the same time, I was wasting time. Like, you know, just random things that like you don't really think about until you think about it where it's like if you do a time audit of your day and this is exactly what I did when I got back from my Israel trip is I did a time audit. And what I recognized even without having to do the time audit what I recognized just by stepping away and going to Israel is that I was doing things like checking my email like 20 times a day. Like, why do I need to check my email 20 times a day? And you're thinking like, oh, well, you check your email, you know, just for a few minutes or whatever. And it's like those few minutes add up, like suddenly 20 times a day is like an hour, an hour and a half of my time, you know, or even 45 minutes is like, that's still 45 minutes that I didn't need to be spending, you know, checking my email or the amount of time that I was wasting on social media or the amount of, you know, there were just so many different things where it's like, it was just unnecessary. And there were also so many tasks that I was doing that weren't necessarily moving the needle in my business. They weren't actually bringing in money or actually getting me to where I wanted to go in terms of my goals. 
And so it was just a really eye-opening experience for me, obviously in terms of like the religious standpoint of being in Israel and like the life-changingness of that. But it was a very eye-opening experience in terms of my business and the different tasks that I was doing and really just like recognizing that I did have systems put in place and that I did have I did prepare enough, well enough to be able to step away for 11 days and still come back to a business that didn't just make money while I was away, but it was, you know, continuing to grow while I was away as well. And so again, when I came back from Israel, I did a time audit and I recognized, you know, hey, I don't need to be working these 12 to 14 hour days. And so that's when I started to scale back. I scaled back originally to eight hour days and then I scaled back to about six hour days. And so I'd say about on an average day now, I work about six hours, four hours sometimes. I would say that's pretty rare that I work four hours. I work Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays. So sometimes Saturdays are like my four hour work days. I started to take Sundays off after that. So Sundays, I completely take off of my business. I don't touch my email. I don't, don't touch social media. I don't touch anything. So that's another thing that I implemented after going on that trip. But again, I, I scaled back to about eight hour days. Then I scaled back to about six hour days. And I'd say that that's pretty much where I'm at right now. And my business is about six hour days. Um, that being said, though, of course, there are some days still where, you know, life just gets busy and I don't know, just different things that come up. And sometimes I do have to work, you know, a 10 hour day or sometimes I do have to work a 12 hour day. And like that's every once in a while. But I would say on average, about six to seven hours per day is what I'm usually working with some days being less and some days being more. But again, there's just so many different eye-opening experiences. Obviously, you know, big takeaway was trusting my systems and that my business wasn't going to burn down. Another big takeaway was the amount of hours that I was working. Another big takeaway was, you know, making sure that the tasks that I'm doing are actually moving me towards my goals and not just random tasks that I don't need to be doing and that are just taking up a lot of my time. But I share that. And the reason why I share that is because that was my first experience, like asking myself that question of, do I have the systems and do I have all the things put in place in my business to be able to step away and to be able to even just take a vacation for five days. Like I really, truly at that point had taken zero days off of my business, like not even Sundays, nothing. Like I had taken pretty much zero days off my business. I even remember working on Christmas and on Thanksgiving, Um, not like an eight hour day or anything, but like, you know, still posting on social media and like worrying about things, responding to emails and like checking like customers things and all sorts of other things like on Christmas and Thanksgiving. And so it was just that, that really big realization for me of, you know, do I have the systems put in place? And, you know, if the answer, the answer at the time for me, I thought was no, but it was kind of like that trial by fire by going on this trip. I I realized that I did have those systems put in place and anything that, you know, I I wish had ran a little bit smoother because there were a few different things that I wish had ran a little bit smoother. I learned from it, you know, and now I have a a whole bunch of different systems and procedures and all sorts of other things so that when I do step away, those things don't happen anymore and that things do run very, very smoothly. And and obviously things will come up no matter what because it's life and you know, you'll know you have a team member who can't ask, answer a question and you'll have to answer it. But ultimately, like if you do the prep work, the prep work does pay off at the end of the day. So that's my little uh, spiel there on stepping away from your business, but I would just end with the fact that, you know, you built your business to, well, you didn't build your business to work 24-7. You built your business to be able to step away and take vacations and step away and spend time with family and step away and, you know, go on a weekend getaway. Is that to say that, you know, every other week you should go on a vacation? Like, 
I mean, if you're like a travel content creator, then maybe that makes sense for you. But that's not, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. But like, you have to recognize that, you know, you built your business for the freedom. Most people who are listening to this built their business for the freedom to be able to do the things that they want to do and to not live like the life that they were living previously, whether that was like working in corporate or I don't know, any other jobs that you have out there, right? It's to have the freedom to do the things that you want to do. And so just remembering that you want to build a business that allows you to do the things that you started your business to actually do, which is stepping away from your business to take vacations, to spend time with family, to be able to you know, have a baby and take a month off and spend time doing all the things that you do when you have a baby, which I will soon find out. <laughs> but but you get what I'm saying, where it's not to say that every other week you need to be able to take a vacation. I mean, if you build your business to that and that you're able to sustain that, then that's super amazing. Like, hopefully I get there one day. But for a lot of us, it's just being able to have the freedom to, you know, be able to go to a coffee shop on a Tuesday or be able to take work off on a Wednesday and go skiing or, you know, take the weekend off like every once in a while. You know, that's what you built your business for. And so really making sure that like that is always at the forefront of your mind with anything that you're doing in your business, any of the things that you're building, like it always needs to come back to, you know, what is the lifestyle that I want to create? So to make sure that like what you are building, what you're implementing, what you're creating, what you're doing is helping you in supporting the lifestyle that you want to live at the end of the day. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had or something that you loved and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you in the next episode.